Welcome to Donnacloney Parish Podcast. If you want to know more information about the parish, how to support us, or for other social media, please go to www.donnacloneyparish.co.uk. Thank you. And today we're going to see what it means to have a new beginning in Christ Jesus, a new beginning that Christ offers us. As we do that, as we study from Acts chapter 3, from verse 1 to verse 10, let me open for us in prayer. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you because you love us so much. We thank you because you care about us. Sometimes when we don't care about ourselves. We thank you because you care about our soul. And we thank you for the offer of salvation and the offer of a new life which you've given to us. Help us as we study your word to see Christ in this word. For in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. From Acts chapter 3 verse 1 to 10 is a story, a story that has to do with healing. But before we go into this Bible passage, let's have a reflection to what happened in chapter 1 and chapter 2. But before we do that, I recall that while Jesus was with his disciples, he said to them in Mark chapter 16 from verse 17 to 18, Jesus said, and these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hand on sick people and they will get well. After the resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ, the disciples received the promised gift from God. They were filled with the Holy Spirit, as we can see in Acts chapter 2. They received the power which enabled them to preach. It gives them the boldness to preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to other people. Peter, one of the apostles, preached about Jesus Christ in chapter 2, and uh, after this preaching, about 3,000 people who believed in Christ were added to the disciples. 3,000 people who accepted Peter's message about Jesus Christ were added to their number, and they lived together and share all things in common. We see last week that the presence of the risen Christ among his people made a great difference. And the Lord added daily to their numbers those who believed, as it's written in Acts chapter 2, verse 47. This was the start of a new beginning. It was only the start. But let's see what a new beginning means. And what it looks like. Now, part of what Jesus said to his disciples in Mark chapter 16, the passage I read at the start, is a promise that the disciples will lay their hands on the sick and they will be healed. But here in our Bible reading this evening, we read about I mean, the account of the healing, the healing at a place called Beautiful Gate. Acts chapter 3, verse 1 to 2. The Bible says 
When one day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at around three in the afternoon, now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. This temple gate is where people, I mean, they put him every day and he goes there, you know, to beg from those going into the temple courts. You would expect something beautiful and nice to be happening at the beautiful gate as it is called. Just as you would expect our blue flag beaches for those who have visited the beach uh, during this um, um, you know, the easing of the lockdown, you would expect to see something good in our blue flag beaches and parks. You would not expect to see anything like debris or refuse dump. On a Sunday morning, a minister was going to church and as he hurried to walk through the gates of the church, he stepped on a dog poo. It took him some of his time for preparation to clean off his shoe before he could enter the church. As you would know, nobody would love to stand beside a minister with a shoe, I mean a shoe soiled in dog poo. So when you think of the beautiful gate, you wouldn't think of having beggars lying or sitting at the beautiful gate you would expect to see something different, something better at the beautiful gate. But on the day mentioned in our reading, when Peter and John visited the temple, they did not step on dog pool. They did not see beautiful flowers. Rather, they met a man who was crippled, crippled from birth. His family has got him a nice spot to beg for money. They put him at the beautiful gate, which is the entrance to the temple court because they know that a lot of people would come through that gate and he could probably get more money from them. In verse 3, say with me, this man saw Peter and John coming to the temple and as usual, he begged them for money. He asked them, could you get, give me some money? Maybe you've seen people like that. People that are poor. They're all, all they're asking for is a little change for them to get some food. Let us take, let us take note that the writer of this book, which we found out that he is Luke himself, wants us to see that this man was not only crippled from birth, he cannot help himself by any other means. He lived by depending on people for everything. Do you see? They carried him every day to the same spot to beg for money. You could say this is kind and nice of his friends or of, his, of these people to help him in such way. But this such of help can be very limited. It is good to appreciate what people do to help us, but we cannot depend on that forever. Why? 
we need the lasting help of God. When man help you sometimes, they complain or boast about it. Man can give up on you, but God will never give up on you. Brothers and sisters, we all need God's help. We need to depend on him at all times. Why? Because he never complains and he's never tired of us asking. Actually, he said in John chapter 16 verse 24, he said, Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. What a lovely God that wants his people to ask from him. A God that is ready to give to us beyond what we thought he could do. This crippled man in our story asked Peter and John for money in verse 3. But as we read from verse 4, Peter said, look at us. The man gave them his attention. Then Peter told him, Silver or gold I don't have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. We see that the man begged for something that will last him for a while. He asked for something that will make him come back to beg the next day. But instead of getting what he requested from them, he got much more than he bargained. He asked for money, but he got healing. Sometimes what is good for us may not be best for us. Jesus has come to offer us something that is best for us, which ultimately is the salvation of our soul. But for this to happen, it follows a process. For this man that we were studying this evening, it all started with the healing, the healing of his body. Notice the healing was made in the name of Jesus, not in the name of Peter or John or any of the apostles. The healing points to the fact that Jesus is all we need in our life, is the solution to life problem, is the only one that, that can help us when we are in need. Peter preached about Jesus of Nazareth in chapter 2. He made himself known to people, but people did not know who Jesus is. But Peter said, this same Jesus is alive. This same Jesus is risen again. And here in our reading, the people saw what Jesus can do. Not only heard about him, but now for the first time, or probably the first time in a long while, they saw what Jesus can actually do in someone's life. By this healing account, they saw how Jesus can bring transformation to life. As we can see, the crippled man jumped to his feet in verse 8 and began to walk. It was a new experience for him. An encounter with Jesus brings joy and happiness. 
But after being healed, he did not turn his back and went home straight. No. See with me in verse 8. He went with the apostles into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. Notice the sequence of this healing. This man was sitting outside the temple court. He met Jesus while he was still sitting outside. And in his helpless state and desperate situation, Jesus met him and then Jesus healed him. You might be thinking, no, he met Paul, I mean Peter and John. But remember, the healing is not in the name of Peter. Peter said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. And after he was healed, he followed Peter and John straight into the temple. Into what could be seen as the presence of God, rejoicing and giving thanks. This is a positive response. By this healing, this man became a follower of Christ. Although people recognized him as the man who was crippled, they said in verse 10, that is that not the man who was crippled who used to stand at the gate or sit at the gate beg for money? But the transformation experience of this man draw people to think about amazing things that could happen when we encounter Jesus in our life. You see how it is written in verse 10b, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. They were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to this man who was crippled. From this healing story, we see that healing is not just the end. But it is the means that leads to a new beginning, a new life, a life full of joy and happiness in Christ Jesus. But what does this mean for us today? We see that people come to God for healing. It could be the healing of our body. And sometimes God allows this to happen. While sometimes it leaves us with many questions with little or no answers. But today, he offers us the greatest gift, the healing of our soul. Jesus is all we need. He is all we need to make the difference in our life. Our old life is full of pain and trouble, just as the life that this crippled man was living. But an encounter with Jesus gives us new life and a new beginning. Let me finish tonight with words in one of the songs written by Charles Wesley. The title of that song is Jesus, Lover of My Soul. Charles wrote, he said, Plenteous grace with thee is found, grace to cover all my sin." Let the healing streams abound. Make and keep me pure within. Let us pray. Let's pray to the same Jesus who gives a new beginning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you because 
You love us so much and you have offered us salvation of our soul. We thank you for the healing that we receive in you. And we thank you because this leads to a new life in Christ Jesus. You have come to give us a new life, to give us a new beginning. Help us, O oh Lord, to give our life to you, to surrender all to you, to live the new life which you want us to live. We pray that you will heal us, O oh Lord, heal our hearts, and help us, O oh Lord, to forsake all our sinful ways. Thank you for listening to this Donnacony Parish podcast. We're happy for this teaching to be shared for the advancement of gospel work and to help make disciples. For information about Donnacony Parish, please check out our website www.donnaclonyparish.co.uk or find us on social media.